And again, Maddie. We're live. Cheers, friend. Yes, sir. All right. Whoa, convicted melon. Yep. Hello, naughty naughty. <laughs> All right. That one's good. Yeah, this one. Tastes like a diabetic cat's insulin. Okay. You got that? Yeah, but elaborate. <laughs> You've had this before? Um, I had a cat that needed insulin oh. and was diabetic, which yeah. I don't know if it happens anymore. I think that was just a 90s thing. But um, <laughs> Okay. And you're like, fuck, I really got to try this insulin. But, you know, I, I your, your parents say it's medicine, and I'm like, oh, this was like Dimetap, grape Dimetap? Let me get some. What does insulin taste like? What would it taste like? You know, I don't remember what it tasted like exactly, but I do remember um, it has a distinct smell. It has like a distinct like... Yeah. Like... Like drug smell. Oh, okay. Yeah. But anyways, welcome back to another episode of Face Splitter. We're back. We've have it's been a while. And um yeah, how you been? Hey, been so good? good. Yeah. Yeah. How have you been? I mean, I'm hanging in there, man. Yeah. You, you dress know. like you're gonna go do the four by four, I see. So yeah, you see this? I got my tank top, my <laughs> running tank, my Iowa um Hawkeyes uh uh tank top here. I, I yeah, and and yeah, the shorts the shorts are barely covering my balls. Yeah, so. it's distracting. What yeah, kind pink. of the, what brand is that? Um, I, I'm gonna say the most the most dad thing ever, and I'm gonna tell you that they're Fabletics. Really? Yeah. Okay. That's so what I thought meaning, I because because listen, dude, listen, you got you get two pairs of shorts for twenty four dollars, mm-hmm. and that's not fake. Yeah, I've seen the bucks. ads. You seen the ads on yeah. Instagram? They've bombed you. They yeah. saw what I've ordered, and they're like, maybe yeah, Matt wants I guess dipshit wants them too. <laughs> and but uh, I'm th- let's do the review right here. Um, I got the five inch inseam. I really like it because they stretch apparently to two sizes uh, above your size. So you know when I have that 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 milkshake and the ass jiggles real good. Sure, yeah, they fit still. Commonality. Oh, right. So are these the first pair you've had? Or? This is the first pair I've had. I have three. Okay. I just went all in. Yeah. yeah. Is it like a subscription like you get? It is it is a subscription. It? Um, you know, I'm doing the, you know, broke dick method of get the subscription, get the shorts and cancel. Okay. Was there a cancellation? And then use another policy? email to get another subscription. <laughs> okay. <to> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll see that in our email. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah. You see that in your email and, you know, I'm probably banned from all subscription services now because of the algorithm and AI. But that's okay. F- fuck them. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, who cares? Well, what about you? Everything been good? Everything's good, man. Yeah. Can't complain. Okay. Ha- happy to be back here today. Happy to be back in the lair? Mysterious. The dragon's lair? Yeah. <laughs> the, 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 throne wo- the throne room? <laughs> oh, wolves in the throne room, mm-hmm. dude. Okay. That's our next one. That's shit. Hopefully there's one sooner. But, yeah. well, actually, what is that? It's coming up in, um, let's see. Uh, It's October, I think. Is it October? I'm fairly certain. Oh, that's right. Um. Yep, mid October, October twenty fourth. Some other cool we ones going? there too. What would what would you say if you had to categorize Wolves in the Throne Room? What, Ooh, yeah. what would you say? They are like a real like I mean they're a real death metal band. You'd say like, death metal? Like the real deal, yeah. Yeah, I'd say I'd <clears throat> say they definitely have a touch of death metal, but um you know, I would even say like with all the acoustic stuff they do and the like atmospheric things they yeah. do, I'd say I'd say it's like black and death metal. 
Yeah. Do you think they kind of have like that, uh, like Opeth feel? A little bit. Yeah. Cause they break out in those, that, acu- those acoustic jams and stuff yeah. like that. Uh, but needless to say, I really think that they're one of, they're a really talented band. Yeah. It's like, you know, you have those bands that, even in like the classic rock world, it's like you have these bands that are just, they stand alone, you yeah. know, or they're just different than, <clears throat> than like what's going on at the time. Yeah. And so I think in our era and maybe even, I don't know, Wolves and Thorn, we've been around for a while, but they're definitely one of those like bands that are very, um, I, I'd say they make music with intention and they're very talented. Yeah. And I think they're one of those bands that there's bands that I listen to regularly that I find very talented that. <clears throat> revere them as a very good band. That's yeah. what always attracts me to things like, oh, I've never heard of that, but this band likes them, so they must be good. And I mean, that's kind of a litmus te- lit- lit- like litmus test yeah. of like how what we listen to for this stuff. Like, because yeah. I mean, that's how a lot of this. You know, we live in the social media age where a lot of this is brought and put in front of our faces because of algorithms. But a lot of the bands we find out about are word of mouth. Our friends like them. The bands we listen to like them. Yeah, you know. Yeah, you want to find that, I don't know, that natural way of yeah. finding this new thing versus like the AI telling you <laughs> what you like. But they AI. are also a band that I, I like to listen to when I'm alone. Yeah. They're very just dark and they're kind of like a headphone band for me. I really want to hear everything that's going on around it. Yep. So. You want to listen, you, there's, <clears throat> you don't want to be distracted when you listen to them. Yeah. Because there's, there's music out there that you're like, oh, I'll put this on and just go fuck around. I think they're from the Pacific Northwest. I might be wrong. They sound depressed enough. Yeah, uh-huh. kind of that. Yeah, that I you know as much as I rag on the Pacific Northwest, I like everything. I like all the products that come out of it. Mm-hmm. Great coffee, you know. Great, great regentrification of their neighborhoods. Great yeah. music, and you know Microsoft, Microsoft, right? You know, and probably the most, probably the most active homeless population I've ever seen. Yeah, you know, hats off to them. But yeah, that and Costco, kind of the two, like oh, the duality. That's right. So. That's right. I forgot. And that's literally ever since I became a father is like going to uh, a carnival for me. Mm. So, yeah. Wow. And I, I just spent a lot of money because they're like, oh, I can get two Nest thermometers for $400? <laughs> yeah. Sounds like a deal. <laughs> yeah. And it's probably more expensive than like buying them separately. Then, yeah, exactly. Because they want to give you like a water treatment and shit like that. It's also like, why can't I just get one? They're like, well, you need to. Well, you, you need to have two. This is wholesale. Yeah. This is wholesale. People <laughs> that shop here live in mansions. Yeah, brother, we'll go get the we'll get the pallet jack for you. We're going to get a load of this on your truck for you. You want a pallet of nests, right? <laughs> okay. Yes, for all the Mormon families. Yeah, for you and right. all your friends, yeah. Um, but also, what about um, oh, you know what else we haven't talked about though? Mm. Well, one, well, Jason Richardson's coming too. We yeah. may go see that, you know, um, late September, uh, mid September, September twenty yeah. fourth. Um, that'd be cool. That would be cool for all the guitar shredders out there. That'd be pretty sweet. Um, yeah, I want to see if he's real in person. Yeah, right, person. right, <laughs> right. I see you on. I see him on like Instagram and stuff, yeah. and I know it's not. But what if it's a little sped up? Yeah, you know. But I, I don't think so. It only like the only time I ever realized like how good he is is when I watch other people cover his stuff and yes. I'm like, yeah, I guess it just can't be done. There's <laughs> only one of them. It's only him. I know. When I, we were listening to that, uh, what tightrope August Burns Red. Oh, he has that solo. I, yeah, I was yeah. just you know because and I was in we, we've talked about this before. I was in the mode of listening to August Burns Red and then the solo hit and I'm like, what the? Fuck? I know. Hold yeah, on. Like, that's not them. And then. You know, you hear it, oh, okay, because it sounds inhumanly possible. You know what really bothered me about that, too, was for the past, like, five ABR albums, Yeah, 
I'm always like, I cannot stand the tone of his leads on there. Right. And I love that band. I mean, they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of like a hometown band for me. They're from mm-hmm. Lancaster. And, oh, that's right. They are from Lancaster. And like when their first stuff came out, I mean, it was like insane. Like Constellations, that oh, was like the most amazing metalcore album at the time. Oh. And then it just kind of seemed from there on, like the this lead tone that he used, I can't stand it. And it's like, it sounds the same in every song. Sounds the same in every song. And then when I heard that solo, I was like, oh shit, he's stepping it up. And, then, stepping I, it and up. then I looked at it, I was like featuring Jason Richardson. I was like, okay, and you're cool. Like, oh, this guy can't possibly shred yeah. that fast. Hello friends. I want to talk to you about Mayono microphones and audio equipment. Have you ever wondered how Matt and I sound so good despite just having two brain cells collectively? It's because we trust Mayono microphones for our podcast audio and recording needs. We sport two Mayono PD200X USB XLR microphones and BA90 suspension arms in studio. And guess what? You can have them too for super cheap. Right now, when you use the code phase10 at Mayono.com, you will get 10% off the entire store. You heard me right. 10% off everything. This equipment is already a phenomenal value, and it just got even cheaper. Be sure to head over to Mayona.com and use the code PHASE10 at checkout. Link in the show notes, everyone. All right, back to the show. Yeah, I know. I play it live. Right? (laughs) (laughs) And we're going to play tightrope, and it's just the instrumental, like, backing of it. That's why I always feel so bad for, like... What's his name? Lee McKinney. That's in Born of Osiris. Because oh, when Jason Richardson left, left. they like, there's all these videos out there, like just showing Lee like bombing that. Song. Really? Yeah. And like after that happened, people still like the the song I'm talking about too is "Follow the Signs." Yeah. Because like that solo is you know just the wow. craziest shit. I never ever. know. I never really like looked <clears> into that. And then because they still have to play it, right? Yeah. I mean, if it's if it's one of your hit songs and people come to see you play it, yeah. like you better perform. You and know? then there will be videos out there where it looks like he's playing it flawlessly because it's clearly backed. Really, it's just the backing track. Yeah. And you can tell a hundred percent. It's like it, out there. They didn't, but people go to the show. Oh, yeah, oh, at the shows. Okay. Yeah. And everybody's like, "Come on, Lee, just don't play the song, dude." You know, yeah. it's like you got to move on if you're not gonna. Yeah, play it. and I, I get it. Like playing anything is difficult. At, playing it at all. I mean, <laughs> I've always said, and you know, I'm not like a guitar virtuoso or anything, but like you get a lot of people out there that try to emulate certain guitarists, yeah. and you know, even famous like anybody, you will never sound like the original. And yeah. I mean, that goes with anything. Yeah, and and that's okay. Good. Like you can. It's almost like that's their stamp in life that's our special signature and i mean yeah. it's okay that you can't emulate it yeah it's, it's fine 100 percent, it should be that way and then if you play it your own way that's cool too it's, it's just you know it's that argument is anything really original is anything we make original right. like is it original like because i made it up but i'm influenced by so many things so is it actually original you know yeah yeah but, there's so many things you're like oh i know where you heard that from like anytime yeah. i hear a rake in a song i'm like okay go jira or, right. you know, like, <laughs> yes. that's cool that you put that there but you know, it's almost like a filler a lot of times. Yeah. There's very few times I hear that rake noise where I'm like, oh, fuck, yeah, that slaps right. now. Well, because, I mean, a lot of bands, it's like, dude, I'd say some bands out there, that's their, like, that's the backbone of their songs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Like, I love Fit for an Autopsy. They're great, but they Ooh. do it a shit ton. I'm like, okay. I'm not going to say they're ripping off other bands because, like, Gojira, I'm sure, has other oh, elements yeah. to their songs that come from other things. Like, who gives a shit, but... Even yeah. breakdowns too, like oh that breakdown so that sounds so much like the other one. It's like oh yeah, you mean the other one that's at 150 beats per minute <laughs> in four four? Yeah, I mean there's only so many different variations. It's like there's only do. so much time between each chug that I can take and be yeah. still engaged. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean 
All you, all, all you little heathens are going to come back for it. So you can talk all the <laughs> shit you want, but we'll see at the next Skylet Drive show. That's or right, whatever. <laughs> but, um, okay. So, but what else? You, but, you know, going back to like guitarists playing <clears throat> guitarist stuff, you know what thing I wasn't, uh, was pretty blown away by? And this isn't like, you know, I wouldn't say that this person is, you know, a guitar god or anything, but lot, I give him lots of respect. Phil from As L.A. Dying, mm-hmm. okay, when we, I saw him, it was like last summer, were you with us there? With, actually, uh, I, I didn't, think you I was were, at that outdoor That's right, show, that's right. Yeah. Um, so, As L.A. Dying came, and as we know, like half the band members left, right? But Phil played all of the leads that Nick oh, had cool. written. And I mean, he played them great. Yeah. And I mean, that probably took a lot of fucking work. Yeah. Because not only, because you're used to playing the rhythm on almost every song, he does a few leads, like... Um, you know, a couple of things off their second album, and but to learn, relearn all those leads and all the leads that were on like, um, the Powerless Rise and Awaken. Yeah, I think it's Awaken. Um, those aren't are not easy leads, right? So, um, hats off to him. Just you know, it, it can be done. So yeah, that's one thing about that band is I really do. That's my favorite part about them is like they have the riffs and they can shred so well and yeah i mean have just a very good understanding of the fretboard exactly and i think the the solos definitely fit the songs yeah for sure right yeah so. big time um i could care less if tim lambis stayed in that band i, I always thought he was the least talented one right, exactly <laughs> you know yeah i was always like some youtube <laughs> video came up of like the best the best lead vocalists screamers of uh of the 2000s or maybe 20s i don't know and it put him as like number two and i'm like what what are you talking about kidding me he's just yelling it sounds like he's yelling into a like he literally sounds like he's yelling into a vat of frying french fries yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) you know what i'm saying (laughs) yeah it does and it sounded like that since the first album did it sound like (laughs) (laughs) it sounded like that when you saw him yes dude And he's yeah. all, all out of breath. He's all, you know, roided up and steroid. Well, I guess he went down a steroid. So his balls have, like, gone into his, yeah. like, you know, yeah. mouth. So he's sitting there just, like, yeah. in frying pan oil with balls in his mouth. Like, <laughs> like Tim, sign my deep fryer. <laughs> Man, that's hilarious. I've always thought that, though. He probably looked massive, too, when he saw him. He's like a unit now. I mean, <sighs> dude, if I went to prison and then, like, had nothing. If I got 100% canceled because of my own doing, I would probably yeah. do something crazy, like, inject, you know. Oh, did he do something crazy? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. Well, I mean, it depends on what country you're in. If you're in, say, you know, Somalia, what he did was probably common practice. Yeah, it's fine. But, yeah. you know, in America, it's a little. <laughs> in San Diego. In America, a it's a little touch and go. Yeah. A little touch and go. A little dicey. Yeah. A little dicey. Yeah. We're, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, we're not too cool with that kind of thing. I remember when that happened, too, and everybody was like, Christian metal chorusing. Yeah, of course. They <laughs> yeah, fucking harped on that. Yeah. Like, God guy yeah. kills wife. That's yeah. probably what happened out. Yeah. yeah. But last thing, last thing we need to talk about. We're talking about shows, right? What about be <laughs> What about Behemoth scheduled to go to St. Louis and then pass every other state and go to Vegas? Yeah, I don't understand <laughs> that at all. Are they or are they going to play in Kansas? Or are they not? I don't think so. I think so. it was St. Louis. To I like think Vegas, it was St. Right? Louis, and then they're just like, yeah, <laughs> plowing like, through. Saint between St. Louis and Vegas, <clears throat> everything's fucking Nebraska. Yeah, that's kind of odd to me. I thought they for sure would play in like Topeka or something. Dude, yeah. what? Well, why Denver is such a great spot is because it's right in the center. I think the last time they played here, they played in like the Pepsi Center with like Lamb of God or like it was like oh. a bunch of big names. Lamb of God's one of those ones that plays at Pepsi Center now. Like, yeah, <clears throat> I'd say, yeah, 
it's they're definitely I think they're definitely t- like to arenas for sure. <clears throat> like they they would headline arenas. <clears throat> Maybe <throat> like the pa- Paramount or like the Fillmore downtown, which is a little sure, bigger. Sure, yeah. But you want to hear something really funny? Yeah. <laughs> um, Let me hear. Uh, somebody I know was supposed to um they play in a band they were supposed to tour with them yeah. and uh he was looking at the route cuz like they you know they're in separate buses mm-hmm. and he looked at uh they were supposed to go to Europe together and it like, got canceled or something. Yeah. I, I don't know the whole story, but what he was saying is that he was looking at their route and he's like, they pretty much go to like to the Czech Republic border. And then he like goes all the way around <laughs> it to go to the next countries because he's not allowed in them. Seriously? Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Oh man. I totally forgot about all that. Yeah. Him and Tim Lambesis could talk about a couple of things couple other than things. music. Yeah. They could start a Facebook group. Yeah. I know? guess it was like a, just a total accident like there. Right? Them. It'd be it'd be them, Vince Neil, and like Ray Lewis from the fucking Baltimore Ravens. Yeah, <laughs> like sketchy shit that happened that people don't talk about. Yeah, but it still fucking happened. You know. Let's start yeah. the, I'll start that page today. That's such a bummer. I think that was like a, a total accident, right? I th- Randy I'm Blake just like pretty pushed him sure. Off the stage. I'm pretty sure it was like. It's one of those things where it was like intention was not there, yeah. but it but ha- it happened. Like you know. Yeah. It's like. That's that tough responsibility account like uh, accountability ownership thing. Like, yeah, was there any intention? You know, that's why the law probably specifies why there's like intention and not. You know, yeah, like manslaughter versus yeah, first degree. Randy Blythe still look. I mean, he's like probably fifty or something. Yeah, right? he still looks like somebody I would have bought like really bad drugs from dude, in high school. Dude, st- seriously, he, he wears like the camo like dude. He wears cargo like shorts camo stuff, cargo yeah. shorts, a big ass shirt. Yeah, and then just like fucking walks around. He dude, the motherfucker yeah. sport, sporting a knee brace. Dude. Yeah, yeah, he's wearing a <laughs> yeah. knee brace on stage. And yeah. you know what? What's fu- what's funny? All the fans are wearing knee braces too. Yeah, because we're getting a little old. All right, we're getting yeah, there. sure, sure. <laughs> he reminds me of like anybody in high school. They've been like, yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to join the military because if the second a drill instructor gets in my face, I'll knock him out. Like, that's the kind of person I feel like he is. Because he's pretty outspoken, too. <laughs> like a neck beard and all that. I can't join the military. <laughs> you know what I mean? Those, like, real skinny dudes Dude, that... They all fucking wear cargo shorts. Yeah. All of them. <laughs> and they don't have pecs. They have, like, a chest that's yes, like or it's like more in. Bony. yeah, yeah it's out or in. In. why yeah. do they always fucking look like that i don't know it's got to be something in the water Dude. for sure no it's like they were born in a fucking suburban without any wheels yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i'm serious okay yeah, <laughs> maybe we got to get a little serious we need a question all right we got a question from one of our dare i say fans we don't have only fans but we have fans um, this one is from <laughs> at Gent Cringe. You don't know <laughs> name. Um, okay, explain to me what extended slash multi scale guitars are for. Uh, I think we talked about this before, but it's okay to go in in more depth. I've heard that you have a more precise uh, tuning with them, like when you hit certain chords. I've heard this. Yeah. Um, I remember Misha Mansoor had this, like I think it was a Mayanese guitar that had those frets that weren't fanned, but they were like... Oh, for uh, the intonation. They're like calibrated, or I forget what the term is, but they oh. are not straight. They're were like, they... Was, was <clears throat> the was the fret... Was the fret wire like wavy? Yeah. It was. They weren't They were individual small little frets for each string? Um, it was wavy, right? Yeah. Same number of frets, but like, yeah, wavy. Perfect. And I think each one was like... It wasn't... Waved a little bit because yeah. it, it accounted for like... The, it, so what that it, what that's for... 
is is for to get perfect intonation. Yeah. So you can't. You technically can't get. I guess you can get really close to. It doesn't matter what you use. You're not going to get perfect intonation because of all the variables that affect tuning, right? Yeah. Those do help for intonation because um, of how everything's spread out across the fretboard. So I have seen people use them. I've seen Steve Vai use them before. But Steve Vai will do anything to a guitar. Mm-hmm. You know, he'll fucking, yeah. Yeah. He'll like get cat fur like woven into the fucking <laughs> strings and <laughs> say, you know, call it his feline line or something yeah. like that. <laughs> but now extended multi-scale, multi-scale mainly, you know, there's a, there's several uses. But I, I, I would argue the biggest one is because, and you run into this with, this the let's start with the problem with regular guitars that aren't multi-scale all these back here they have um they use a really thick string at the top and a really skinny one at the bottom right um well skinny top heavy bottom um and so what happens is that big thick e string has to be on a regular scale, scale guitar has to have a certain tension to meet that type of pitch tuning right the thing is with Something like this, if you really want to down tune and get a really thick like E string or set of strings up there, you have to release the tension. There's got to be a lot of tension release, <clears throat> which makes makes it uh, the amplitude of the string higher, and it gets a little bit more floppy and less clear yeah. and precise. And you're supposed to almost always have tension on guitars, ever, yeah. right? Yeah. You're not supposed to ever like just take the string. I think you're. I think it's supposed to be just like on there, yeah, like, a little bit. You know, I don't use a tuner. I just play by ear. Yeah. And um, you know, it usually sounds okay. I haven't got a record deal yet. But yeah. yeah, okay. But when if you give on on a multi scale tar- guitar, how it differs is you actually if you look at the top string, let's just say the thick E string, it is actually way longer than the small E string, and that's because when you have a string that's over a longer distance, the tension has to be higher, so you get greater <clears throat> tension with those lower strings. And you get more clarity, more concise, more, um, it gets more concise. You're talking about having like a baritone extended range or you talking about? Yeah, because I mean, I wouldn't say all the way, I don't know how long baritones are, but on a multi-scale guitar, like the fan frets, it's usually around like a 27, um, scale. Yeah. And then the bottom one, the, the high E string is usually around like 25, you know, generally. And, yeah. and that can vary. But the big thing is that those thicker strings are spread out over longer distance, meaning they need more tension. So there's yeah. actually more equal tension throughout all the springs or strings. And people like it. Yeah. I mean, I've played multi-scale guitars, and I've noticed that while it looks weird, I don't really play much different. Yeah, I'm sure it doesn't feel much It different. doesn't feel much different. <clears throat> no. So um, you have anything on that? I just talked forever. No, I think you gave a way better description than I would have cuz I just like I know more about like the the reason why you have a baritone guitar versus like you know anything that we have it's sure. you know, 12, 25 inch scale or whatever. I think my RGDs are like 26 ish. Yeah, okay. they're a little longer. Really? And for a 7 string that's like a good thing. Oh, I didn't um, know that. Yeah, but I've had the iron label 7 strings and they're just like a regular scale length. And, oh. I didn't, and I didn't really like those. Did you, yeah, didn't you own an Iron Label before? Mm-hmm, long time ago. It was cool looking. You know, it was very like minimalist. Oh yeah, guitar, it's got the minimal thing. But and wasn't. that was the thing back then. But now they're yeah. kind of like just as expensive. Yeah, now there's Iron Labels that are like close to two grand or something. Like it's the like price point to, doesn't really. Yeah, I used to like look at those, being like, hey, maybe this is one I, I can actually like afford. <laughs> yeah, I'm selling one of my prestiges right now. People are trying to what? offer up some interesting trades. So, 
like straight up trying to trade you for the guitar? Yeah. Like what are they trying to trade you? Like toilet paper? No, other guitars. Back um, in COVID, you could get some toilet paper. Yeah, no, I couldn't. Yeah, Dude. I just sold this thing. Oh. <laughs> hot, hot. Could you imagine like years down the road, you traded a guitar in for fucking toilet paper? Yeah, and, and you're like, explain that to somebody. <sighs> yeah, like, man, I'm a loser. Like you'd have to explain that to anybody you were in a relationship with. Yeah. Fuck, man. Yeah, they wouldn't get it. All right. You guys want to hear some um you guys want to hear some riffers and shredders? So welcome back to our segment of where we show some riffers, shredders and highlight some guitarists around the world. If you want it to be you, send it to our Instagram at, at @phasesplitterpod or you can just come to my house and say, "Hey, my grandma's got a guitar." <laughs> okay. Um first person will feature for a riff. Let's see. Oh yeah, so this is the personal favorite. Yeah. From Night Versus. Right? This guy in particular, his name is. Um, is it? Here we go. Okay. Playing a uh, Avasi signature. Yeah, right. Avasi Concepts. It's the Lorada. I would love to play one of those. Dude. I always find it so impressive for people that not only have great riffs, but they add harmonics mm-hmm. to like the middle. This guy is like my favorite guitarist right now. This is so yeah. This is the Maddie. That's a big deal. Yeah, a favorite guitarist. Yeah, big Lord. time. I think he's just like has everything. He's not over the top. He's not playing crazy shreddy stuff, and it just everything flows really well. Okay. Because there's a lot of people out there that are let me just like try to put all these tricks in here and play as fast as I can and it just that's all it sounds like to me whereas this sounds like he actually has a lot of soul in it and everything he writes is like this it's like and it all flows yeah I mean I'm telling you you'll listen to one song and you'll see what I'm talking about like it's wow it's very cool what he does there's nothing he's easy using that echo like that echo and delay effect like while you're playing oh he's doing like crazy shit when he's playing like phasers and all this other stuff it's it's wild and their drummer's very very good too so so that was the guitarist for, from Night Versus, right? Yeah. Speaking of which, you just Nick, brought that. Nick DePiro. Is Nick DePiro? Right so yep. at Nick DePiro. Yep. Oh, yeah, at Nick DePiro. Perfect. So. Um, shout out to these guys, man. Instrumental band. Um, Matt just showed them to me. Phenomenal. And they've been around for a, a while, too. Like Some of the stuff I've been listening to lately is from like 2016. Oh, like really? Yeah. I saw one of their albums were in 2018. Yeah. So that's nice. Give them a shout out. Give them some love, man. Because th- this is the type of stuff that pushes guitar playing forward yeah right big time you know it's like that you know i don't think it's just like it's not the same um sound but like yeah. it's like those plithy plif- guys like you got these guys that are just moving the craft forward and it makes me wonder too like if in 2016 like i don't remember what came out that year or yeah. like what was popular but i know it wasn't this and <laughs> no. i wonder if like that's why just people like didn't get it then but people like are so starved for something new and creative that you kind of just have to like go back to the drawing board and it's like here's this guy who's been doing this for a while and like he's like look i have all these riffs i write shit all the time he has like a whole separate um spotify just stuff that he writes and puts on there it's so really yeah i think he uploads his um like whole like whole songs just like twitch streams and stuff yeah and yeah and other whole songs like other little like clips he does but i i did see something that was like i think it said twitch stream you know and then a date so i think he might just you know fuck around on camera and put on there (laughs) dang that's amazing yeah. I never like I never thought people would like do that. Yeah. Huh. And he's just very creative, so I'm sure it's not a problem. Yeah. 
So and this um, guy's cool, and he has one of my favorite guitars. So this guy now I can't tell if it's a Majesty. It's or a Majesty. It, yeah. It's a Majesty. Is it? Is it a like a? Um, it's like the, the Sterling version, or is I it don't think cool? so. I okay. think it's a real one. I think the. I don't know how to the tell. telltale feature is up on the first fret. There's like the John Petrucci. Oh, um, that's right. That's it's right. It's like the Ernie Ball Reserve thing. Yeah, I've always wanted to play one of these because like everybody yeah. that plays them plays better than me. Yeah, it's yeah. Be I've never played a Sterling. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's got to be the guitar, right? All right, let's check this guy out. So this is surrender uh, at surrender the ectype ectype official at surrender the ectype official. This guy's just doing it at a neighborhood park, too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, just <laughs> just shredding at the pond. Where we all like to pond. go play, yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. I thought he was cool. No, that was good. Playing some cool shit. Um, oh, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Denver, Colorado? What did I say? Hold on. This guy might be like... I think this this guitar has that piezo switch, or piezo, however you enunciate it, and it it's the boost thing. Oh, does it? Mm-hmm. And it's got that proprietary bridge, which I'm always yeah. so curious about, and I still haven't looked into. Because it's like a floating bridge. Yeah. Thing. yeah. The tuning stability on this thing must be perfect. Yeah, see, okay, oh, Thursday, August 24th, doors, all ages, Weldworth, Denver. Hmm. Coming to, oh. They're coming to so Denver. So is that, maybe they're from Denver. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Maybe that's some park. Roxy <laughs> Theater? Have you heard of Roxy Theater? Yeah, I've never been there. Okay. Dang. All right, man. You sold us. We're coming to the show. If it hasn't happened already. <laughs> <laughs> so the 24th, right? Perfect. Yeah, right there. Thursday, August 24th. That's a couple days. All right. Good choices, Maddie. Those are Maddie's choices. Oh, I know who. Actually, I don't know who that guy is, but I do know about that tour. It's said the Aggressive Worship Tour. I think it's a, uh, a bunch of Christian bands or something. Yeah. I've seen a bunch of them um, posted on here, and I think that's how I found them. Did Face Splitter just become devout? I think so. We just endorsed them. Oh, this is holy mm. water. Yep. <gasps> I was wondering why it was just like sizzling out my ass. Because <laughs> it, it entered my soul, and it was like, we can't be here. This can't. It, it yep. looked around. It looked around in my bowels and was like, yep. this isn't the chapel we belong in. I think this may be just the new wave version of um how the mormons spread it ah right? it's like you you kill people with kindness like he just he's like i know what these guys yep. like and then he, he got in he infiltrated mm-hmm. yep. dude he soaked us yep you know he soaked us yeah <laughs> 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 all right let's get serious now okay man we got a job to do all right um let's so yeah this one you're gonna want to watch yeah the uh, uh, right here <laughs> this one yeah so <laughs> here we go um let's see i want to get i want to get the name um this is Dan James, Dan James Griffin. Griffin. At Dan James Griffin. I can already tell we're going to be friends. All right. Here we go. Jeez. Got that like, crystal tone. Is that the Aristides guitars? I think so. They got those, like, those, like, almost those depressions. Yeah. Kind of like where you would put a like, little like a semi hollow body, and I believe these guitars are entirely like a composite material, like even the fret. Oh, that's right, that's right, that's right. Um, I remember, uh, yeah, somebody had one built like an H string, and it was He's sweeping the whole time. Yeah, I've wow. seen one that has like that iridescent uh, paint job on it. Oh, um, very very cool, dude. 
Dan James Griffin at Dan J- dude phenomenal playing. I very I'm very appreciative that yeah. we got some. I know it might be composite, but some maple style necks. Yeah, you're, you're talking to a maple guy right I here. I could also be wrong. Maybe it is. There's no, wood there's components. Some, there's, it, there I'm, is a brand. There is, I'm pretty sure. Um, yeah, but this is a good looking guitar. <clears throat> I like all the hardware. It's all gold. Yeah, on white. Gold on white is good. It's Ooh. dope. The pickups look sick. And then a headless, which you know, all headless players are serial killers. So. And I guess he's using the yeah he's using the uh, neural DSP stuff. Oh, okay. I do just like how he's playing like on an almost like entirely clean channel, and he's able to like, entirely make it, it, like cut through the way he is. And he's sweeping the whole time. Yeah. Dude, that's that's not easy. You should see me try some shit like that. Let's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so just say I would need every other string muted. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So, great job, dude. Um, all right, our last shredder. Let's do this. Uh, this guy's like scary, scary fast. This guy has an uh, Axion label, I believe they're called. Or is it the Ooh. Iron label or something else? Oh, yeah. I the... really liked this guitar when they came out. All right. Let's see. Maybe Let's... it's fucking premium. Um, this is going to be at Yo on it yawn. At Yo on it yawn. Give him some love, dudes. Yep. Here we go. All right. Jesus. can play hey natty too yeah. your favorite that's what i'm saying yeah oh, that's, that's... Oh, economy economy Baby. he's still going jeez save some pussy for the rest of us dude So transitioning between between arpeggios and sweeping like that into yeah. alternate picking is not fucking easy. But that that yeah, pentatonic fucking yeah. right. Yeah. Right here. Unbelievable. Zach Wild just creamed his pants. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, this is like what everyone aspires to be. I need to cool off a little bit. Oh, my God. So good. Yeah, and it's Natty, and it's just like him sitting in his room playing. Dude. Yeah, you know, like... It's funny that we that we like care so much about that, but like when we hear it, because we know it's like that's legit. Yeah, that's legit. Because that that stuff cuts through. Like you can tell studio produced stuff, and yeah. you know, I work. I wouldn't say I work with, but like I. I guess, yeah, I work with a couple, you know, guitarists on the internet and stuff. And we talk about our filming techniques and everything like that. A lot of guys will pre-record something and then then record themselves playing the song, but not actually playing it. They're just going through the motions for the content. Yeah. And so that's happening. Sure, yeah. But then when you see guys like this, you're like, dude. Like, and and I get legit. like you, usually when someone's like, hey, it's a playthrough. Like mm-hmm. I kind of expect it. Like, hey, this is just how you play it. And like, you know, when it's a, you know, world famous band, I don't really blame them for doing that. Cause it's like, okay, you're, people want to know how to play the song and the tabs yeah. don't exist. So I just watch your fingers in slow motion. And dude, you can slow the YouTube <clears throat> video down. I've done yeah. it several times for Brandon Ellis. <laughs> so I get that. But all right, dude. So we, that's, we, just featured some new guitarists, right? Yeah. So that's it, guys. Hope you enjoyed the episode. Um, 
All, as always, check out our Instagram and TikTok at Phase Splitter Pod, right? Emails at uh, Gmail. What is it? Phase Splitter Podcast at gmail.com. Yep. Yeah. And then what's your social? At Matthew Monty. Ooh, the big one. And then um, I'm at Nick Axe Guitar. And then you can check us out on our YouTube channel, The Axe, and um, all the above. And Nick's almost at 10K, so give him some more follows this oh, week, and then we can beat man, that. Oh, can man, you, can you believe it? My lifelong goal of 10K. <laughs> you know, even before Instagram was around, remember MySpace? Yeah. I knew when I had a MySpace, I wanted 10K Instagram followers. That's how fucking good I am. Man, you really okay? like Nostradamus. Thank you. Social media. Thank you. Thank you. And... Uh, Randy Blythe and Tim Lambesis. I know we talked a lot of shit on you, but if you ever want to come on the show, you're more than welcome to yeah. tell your story. I have to put you in like a cage so you don't kill us. <laughs> yeah, there'll, there'll be there'll be security here. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and we won't do it on a stage or anything. We'll like put you in a separate room and we can like uh, uh, Skype from there. <laughs> and I did just say Skype. And so, yeah, I'm in my 30s. <laughs> All right, guys. Catch you later. <laughs>